good day, everybody. I hope everybody's had a safe and happy week, happy month, and hopefully year. I know in the year 2020, that may be a very difficult uh, thing for most people to say, uh, including myself, but uh, I'm still wishing that everybody is doing very well. I Hopefully, I can put a smile on everybody's faces today as I present an interview with Scott Adkins and director Jesse V. Johnson among the movie Deck Collectors which is the sequel to the original movie, Deck Collector, that was great, and I am happy to say the sequel is even better than the original. Uh, before we get to that, I did want to mention that this was actually um, done back in May, uh, toward the end of May. Uh, not too long after we finished this interview, I uh, started uh, getting sick and developed what would be COVID with a trip to the emergency room involved. Uh, it took me the entire month of June uh, that I was sick and I recovered, uh, but it took me uh, through July to get back to 100%. So uh, I do say that everybody needs to stay safe, wear your masks, social distance. Please take this seriously because it is no joke. It is real. And I was lucky enough uh, to just get very, very sick, but I didn't die from it and I didn't have to be put on a ventilator, so I'm thankful for that. Here is the interview for Deck Collectors, which, by the way... Uh, can be found on demand and also can be found, I believe, on Netflix. Uh, it's either on Netflix now or it's about to be shortly. Enjoy the interview. Thank you. Hi, Mike. Hey, Scott. How you doing, man? Hey, Mike. Yes, I'm good, thanks. Jesse, how you doing, man? Good, good. Good to talk to you again. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, um, man, I saw Deck Collectors the other night and... I am so happy. It was a really good movie. You guys should be proud of the work you did on it. Thank you so much, yeah. Michael. Really appreciate that. Yeah, and, and Scott, just so you know, the last time I interviewed Jesse, it was for uh, for Avengement, and uh, mm. and uh, I I gave him the works about having killed off Sue and French in the first movie. Oh, okay. Not knowing yeah, there was, yeah. that you guys had already yeah. made the I, second I, one. <laughs> We base, we base the sequel on your on your comments, Michael. Thank you so much. Yes, and you got it out so incredibly fast. That was amazing. That was simply stunning. <laughs> Brilliant stuff. But yeah, I was I was so angry that you that that I thought that you had killed off both characters. So I was I was just over the moon that you guys made a sequel and 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 it did not disappoint. Oh, that's wonderful to hear. It makes me so happy. Guys worked very very hard on this. Okay, so um, so when you guys, yeah, if you got feedback from the first movie, um, what for both of you? What was kind of your approach going into the second? What were you wanting to maybe improve, think, improve on what you did in the first, or, or what were you, what were you guys looking at on that? I'll let Scott answer because the way that he pitched this movie to me, he brought he brought the idea to me was a slight twist on how French and the dynamic between French and Sue, which I liked. He didn't want to just repeat what we'd done in the first. Which is always, you know, risk, you know, with a with a sequel, you don't want to give the audience, you know, exactly what they've seen before. So, Scott, I'll let you explain the slight variation in French's approach to. Yeah. Okay. Um, I had a great time working with Lewis Mandalore, and I thought, having seen the last one and and how they work together, I thought it was great. So I was the one at the front of the queue, and and Lewis, uh, we both really wanted to do a second one, so we came up with a way to to make that happen. Because um, just wanted to get these characters back together again, but yeah, I wanted to obviously not do it, do it a little bit different. So because Lewis, his character has been on death's door and he was died twice on the slab, 
Um, his character comes back a lot more philosophical than what he once was. In the first movie, he was the guy with zero morals, and you've got to do the job, and that's the end of it, you're going to get paid. And French was the guy with the moral compass that eventually made a decision where they didn't beat the, the guy up with the kid, and they tried to save him. And that ultimately bit them in the ass, you know, they got almost killed, and um, all the rest. To me. Yeah, good, good. good. That's why I felt like, felt like it was chapter two of a book that I was reading about these characters in this kind of uh, seedy world. Um, and I think there was kind of a theme in there of, of each man trying to, like, accept what they truly are, like yeah, what they to, actually to are. Look at the mirror and actually, actually appreciate it. I think as you get older, you, that's something you do as well. And these guys are definitely, you know, they're definitely, uh, you know, maturing to a point where it would be silly to have them completely play the same what, you know, same person over and over. And in this film, they, they're looking at what they've done throughout their career. And there's a slight sense of, you know, there's a slight sense of guilt, uh, certainly on Louis's part, you know, on Sue's part, on, on, on what he's been doing and how he's lived his life, you know. And I think, I think that's an interesting thing, you know, for an audience to look at. You don't have to be 40, you know, in your 40s to appreciate that. You can be a young audience and look at that and go, this is pretty cool. You know, this is a little different. These guys are actually, you know, thinking about what they're doing. It appealed to me. Uh, like chapter two of an however many part story than just a sequel. Yeah, and um, I thought that, uh, you know, I love the fights in the movie, like all the fight scenes. I mean, they were all tremendously great with one really, with one really absolute standout that I was not expecting at all to come up. Um, and so how were the fights, Scott? Uh, how did you guys approach the fights in this movie as opposed to the second one as far as, as uh, how, you, how Luke would like design the fight choreography in relation the to the story? The same as what they were in the first one. The tone of the fights was to be more realistic and not turn into a kung fu movie, um, you know, realistic techniques and, and whatnot. Um, and yeah, just, just tr within that frame, just trying to make them as entertaining as possible with maybe sprinkle a little bit of humor in and, but always tell the story and have the characters grow throughout the fights. And it's not just a fight for the sake of a fight. I mean, that's the most important. That, that, and, and Scott's almost understating it in the way he says, it's enormously important and the guys are so good. Scott, Scott and Louis and Luke, the three of them together are very, very dedicated to not only giving you fight choreography, but giving you choreography that motivates the story, takes the dramatic situation, deals with it. The punches that are thrown match the characters. As you probably noticed, there was an, you know, Scott introduced this incredible sort of rather cool sort of subplot here where, where Louis is the boxer and feels that boxing is the best martial art, where French, you know, obviously believes in MMA. And so that, that had to be reflected in the choreography. And I think the guys did a, you know, really, really spot on job of sort of matching that, you know, uh, even to the point of where Louis kicks him, and it's it, you know, it's out, out, you know, not quite the right thing for him to do. And there's a comment made about it. It's just brilliant. It's really, really good. And uh, uh, so there's an awful lot of attention that goes to the choreography and making sure it works within the drama and the, you know, and the dialogue. And I know that Lewis was a, as I believe he was a former boxer. Important as the choreography, you know. Yeah, and I know Lewis was Lewis a, a former boxer, wasn't he? He was a former boxer, uh, and we, we actually have footage of him you know, uh, with a really good knockout, which he gave me, and it played on TV in the first one, but then we could not track down the guy that had 
filmed it, you know, somewhere in Australia, and so am I cutting out? But it was a really yeah, cool a bit. bit of footage of okay. him knocking a guy out flat in in a, in a professional boxing boxing fight. Uh, but he's also a martial artist as well, isn't he, Scott? I think he's. Uh, yeah, he trains with uh, Win Winston Omega. Uh, Omega. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember the first time I ever saw Lewis was when he was on martial law with Sammo Hung. Yeah. Um, listen, Lewis really knows his stuff. I didn't realize that he was as much of a martial artist as what he was when, when we, we got him for deck lecture. Only getting to know him, realized um, how skillful he is as a martial artist. Um, and you can see that in this movie for sure. So, and you guys have now worked, I believe this is six movies together for you and Jesse. Um, how has, how's things, how's your relationship with each other like progressed through the six movies as far as how you work together? Uh, it's phenomenal. Scott, Scott is very, very good with trusting me uh, with certain elements. And, uh, and then to my, you know, it's my role to sort of step back and let him step in when it comes to his, his action and letting him do, you know, we, it's a good, it's a good relationship. You know, it's worked out well, very, very respectful of each other's uh, strengths is, is what I've, what I would describe it as. What about you, Scott? It's been great. It's been great. We've forged this relationship and we've been able to do, make films that, and I'm going to speak for you now, Jesse, I think we're making films that both of us are extremely proud of. Um, certainly, they've been my best films um, that we've done together. And I think they've been your best films as well, right? Yeah, without it, about it. Yeah. it's brilliant. You know, it's it's it's. I'm really really happy with the way it came together, and uh, you know, these these. It's a really good relationship. I've learned so much about directing from Scott. Uh, inadvertently, you know, he hasn't said this is how you direct, but but it, through discussion and through working, it's and I've learned about my own strengths and weaknesses, and it's it's been a brilliant brilliant process. I I credit him with an enormous amount of of you know. Uh, anything good in these pictures basically it's it's you know it's come from the tour but it's not you know not from one or the other necessarily it's an interest and and Stu small as well who has been you know intrinsic in sort of shaping uh shaping a lot of the you know everything from plot to the, the dialogue and cutting out just a little bit jesse uh, it's a good it's a good one it's good. It's difficult to know where one ends and, it, and someone else. Difficult to tell where Scott, to, you know, to the three of us, it, it, it's all blended so much. You know, it's it's very, very, very organic at this point. Uh, every once in a while it gets, you know, there's arguments and, and there's another time where, you know, you clearly acquiesce. It's like, you know what, that's a really bloody good idea. And, you know, like the fight in the alleyway, which when it was pitched to me, i got to admit, I, I, I didn't understand it. I said, this is a ridiculous idea, you know? Why have two leads fight? Does it make any sense? It all? was an awesome idea. And then Scott pitched it and explained why it was, why it worked in the picture. And, and we talked a lot about, you know, they live. And, yes, and the Roddy Piper, Keith David fight. Well, yeah, and, and I love that. I'm a huge fan of that. And I got it, you know. Uh, did you know that Roddy Piper threw me through a windshield on, on Walker, Texas Ranger? No, I didn't know that. It's very interesting. We, we had a whole fight scene worked out with him, and the choreography was planned as it always is with Eric Norris, who's a very, very good, you know, Chuck Norris's son, who's the uh, stunt coordinator, is a very good coordinator. I think Laura Chartrand was uh, choreographing it, but but uh, second unit was was Eric. Uh, and then Roddy turned up on set, 
did his once through and then we roll camera and you look in his eyes you know he's forgotten <laughs> I just roll back in his head it's like oh shit here we go I got hit in the head hit in the side of the head picked up he put his hand in my crotch lifted me above his head and threw me through this windshield that, that luckily I had a back pad on you know it was absolutely hilarious but you've got to be on your touch when you're working with wrestlers it's not <laughs> brilliant brilliant oh man yeah when I saw that scene the first thing that clicked into my head, because I laughed out loud, because my first thought was, they live. They live right yeah, there. Yeah, it, was, and it was so great, because it worked so well with those characters. When we worked yeah. with David on Savage Dog, I remember Scott saying to me, oh, I love him, I love him, he's great, did they live? That, that, that's the film he did. And so so, so we, the seeds for this were set a long, sown a long time ago. You know? One thing I wanted to ask you guys is, um, where does things go from here with the industry being what it is with coronavirus? with you know products that have been halted I, i'm sure for both of you i know scott i think you're working on castle falls with Dolph lundgren uh, were you guys able to finish that no um so at the moment as i'm living in the uk and i don't know when i'm allowed to fly to america so i'm obviously waiting for that to be opened up and then um as soon as alabama will let people make a movie then i guess we can complete it but i don't know waiting yeah, and how do you guys, I mean, I mean, things are, we know things are going to evolve. I mean, we know that when this is all over, it's going to be the, the, the landscape of entertainment, of film is going to be different, especially now that streaming is, is now because of this has become more important than ever for content. I mean, how do you see that affecting, say, lower budget action movies like within that market? Well, we, we don't do much business in theatrical anyway. You know, all of our business is streaming and, you know, VOD and pay-per-view. So... If anything, it makes ours, our, our case a little stronger, but, but you know, uh, hopefully we'll be going theatrical. But I don't, I, I, I disagree. I think within, you know, we'll be back to work within a couple of months. Uh, there may be a little bit extra insurance, maybe one or two extra medics on set, and you'll have to wear face masks, and they'll have some grand ideas for the first few months, and then it'll, it'll gradually, you know, be back to what it was as per usual. Uh, and I think the movie theaters will come back as well. It's, it's you know, a few have gone out of business, but for the most part, it's, I, I don't see it affecting us very much. Uh, hopefully, hopefully the insurance cost doesn't, because obviously, you know, if you're struggling to get enough days to make your movie anyway, I'm a bit concerned how much these yeah, days will take yeah, away from the budget. Extra, extra 250 grand or whatever, you know, uh, initial initial purchase but i mean the 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 issue is once it becomes an, a non-issue anymore you know catching it and potentially uh having to be on well you know uh off work for six months and claiming that from the from the insurance as long as that goes away then it'll, it'll be back to usual again you know it'll just take one film shooting in the u.s to set the set the precedent and at that point we're ready to go you know mm -hmm. I think yeah. it, I, there'll be a, as a huge glut for movies. I think it's going to be fantastic. There'll be a lot of work, and a lot of people will be going back to work soon. You know. Good, um, good. I'm, I'm, I hope that is we the are case. Business, so we're, we're natural optimists. I may add. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to join you in that optimism. I'm hoping that everything will get kind of like go back to normal with some obvious with some modifications, uh, as soon before too long. Um, 
and and one and uh, just one. I got one last question for the two of you. Is I know you guys have kind of talked before about your favorite fights and your favorite fight scenes. Scott, I want you to know I've got a I got a copy of Blood Moon that I haven't watched in a while that I'm about to dig into tonight. Nice. So, Excellent. you know, feat, you know, you know, Gary Daniels, Darren Chalabi, you know, I, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, there's, there's blood on the moon tonight. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what are you guys, I know you guys talked about your favorite movies, but what are your, your favorite fight scene? Your, maybe your all time favorite fight scene. Do you have one that really stands out among all the stuff you like? I have one, but I'll let Scott go first because that's his. Well, I, I would I, have said They Live, but now that we've put our own version of They Live in Deck Collectors, I'm going to choose another one. And I do think that the end fight from Fist of Legend with Jet Li is one of my all-time favorite fights. That's a, an impeccably shot and performed fight sequence. Okay, okay. Actually, you know, well, uh, and that movie, I think my favorite fight is the middle fight between the, Jet and Yasuaki Murata. That's a surprise to you, uh, Michael. You sound surprised. <laughs> Come on, mate. Fist no. of legend, mate. No, Come it's on. an awesome movie. But I, I thought that the Yasuaki Karata fight with Jet Li was was the better one of those two in the in that film. No, the end fight with uh, what's his face, Billy. What was his name? Is Bill, Billy Chow. Yeah, Billy Chow. Billy Chow. That's the, that's the fight. For me, anyway. It was a great fight, though. <laughs> yeah. I've got a whole bunch of modern ones, that I, you know, like obscure ones, but I'm not going to bore you with those, the Sanctuary Sugata and things like that. But the film that really, really knocked my socks off when I saw it first, and I, I remember because it was, it was in the late 70s, was uh, the first fight between Bruce Lee and Sammo Hung in uh, Enter the Dragon. I just couldn't, hmm. I didn't know what I'd seen. I had no idea what this was with the, with the, with the noises that he was making and the style and even <laughs> the funny gloves he had. Actually, when I, I, went to, I went to Chinatown, I think that weekend to try and find those gloves, you know, with the fingers in them, just so, mm -hmm. so, just so that, you know, it would help me with my style. <laughs> but that, yeah. that for me was Enter the Dragon. It was that first fight, you know, everything about it, that even the way he does the, the, the somersault at the end, you know, the hand, you know, it, and the monks watching it, everything about it is just incredible. And it, and it the music. Yeah, yes. and Layla Schifrin, fucking great Schifrin. music. I think that, that, that brought in a new era that, that, has, that is still strong and powerful to this day. I and mean, it hasn't really been topped in many ways. And it also, yeah. as you analyze it over the years go by, you realize the fight itself is okay. There's interesting stuff in there, MMA, shoulder locks, things that you don't normally see. But it's the power of Lee's performance, his character, and it's, it hesitates to say acting because he wasn't, you know, the acting is the acting, but it was just the charisma that, you know, that absolutely exuded off the screen. And you realize that, that it was everything coming together. You know, it was a very, very interesting, interesting thing to watch. And I defy anyone, even a non-martial artist, a non-fan of Kung Fu films to watch that and not be affected. And that, and that's, that's what's interesting for me. That was a great answer, Jesse. Much better than mine, damn it. <laughs> Brilliant. My personal favorite, honestly, just to throw it out there, is actually the uh, the final fight between uh, Benny the Jet and Jackie Chan in Wheels on Meals. It's my all time oh, yes. favorite. Very cool. Brilliant, brilliant. Because that was, was that, that fight what, was the everything. The, the motorcycle kick, Scott. Yeah, that was the film that the motorcycle kick was stolen from. Yes. Yeah, I watched that over and over, thinking, "What the 
fuck are you doing with yourself? You're going to kill yourself. <laughs> he sent it to me as a clip and said, I want to do this at the end of Accident Man. And I watched, I watched it. It's like, we do it, we, we'll do it at the end of the schedule because you're going to break your leg doing it at the very, at the very <laughs> least. You know? Scott, this, this was, we, there was no stunt, no one that we could have gone to to get to do that stunt. You know, to, we wouldn't have afforded the, if we could have found someone, we couldn't have afforded the stunt adjustment, you know, the danger risk paid for doing it, you know. Uh, Scott did it and landed on his feet. You get your money's worth with a Scott Adkins film, you know? Yes, always. Always. I've been following Scott ever since. Scott, I've been following you ever since you did The Shepherd. The first time I saw you was in uh, was in Undisputed 2 and then The Shepherd yeah. after that. And and I've been like standing on the box, you know, yelling your name ever since uh, through my for the oh, last thanks. decade on my website. Thanks, and, Michael. Keep, keep yelling. Keep yelling. I, I will. I, I need I, all the yellows I, I can get. <laughs> I will. I think Michael... Uh, very, very quickly, without it sounding like a sales pitch, I have I have to say that I, I just believe, you know, to my marrow, to my bone marrow, there's got to be a place for entertainment, the, the kind that we're giving, you know, where, where you see an actor like Scott doing these stunts, doing this fighting, doing it himself, actually giving you your money's worth. He's risking life and limb. And in many, many cases, he, he's hospitalized. You know, we, we, had, we had doctors on set, you know, certain points in this one. Yeah. There were things, there were, you know, he's giving everything so that, you know, you get an interesting movie that feels a little different to, you know, the CG filled, you know, cartoon sort of animation action films that are out there. And, and listen, I'm not knocking those. They're brilliant. They're beautiful. They're artful. But I think there has to be a place for someone like Scott. You know, it's a it's a unique thing, and I think people need to be aware of that. You know, they uh, do absolutely. You know, there are no stunt doubles. You know, fight doubles anyway. Yeah, I believe in it. I mean, that's why you know when I started my site ten years ago, that's you know. I didn't know anybody. I just wanted to be in it. And I, the first person I talked to, because there weren't sites like mine 10 years ago and, and Kiai Kick. And I, the first person I'd reach out to was uh, Darren Shalavi. Um, and he didn't know me from Adam, but he was really interested in what I was doing. And he really pushed me to start the site. I did two movies with Darren. I, I, he's such a gentleman and a good actor, like Scott, a very, very good actor as yes. well. Takes his, takes his, treats his acting with the same discipline that he treats his martial arts you know and that and that's that's what's important here as well I, I should have added that on the last one you're not just getting a stuntman you're getting you know a, a bona fide actor who's doing all of his martial arts as well with Scott as you did with Darren such a, yeah we, such a, we all such we all miss Darren he was a great guy as well really just a sweet guy yeah humble guy yeah, he is. I mean, I've talked with him back and forth throughout the years, but we had never actually done an interview. And we were going to do one just, you know, really months. I mean, you know, when he passed, we were going to do one a few months later. We were going to actually do it and we never had the chance to do it. And so that's that's a regret that I continually have because uh, he was such a great guy just yeah. inside and out. Good he day. was just great. Good day. Yeah. So. Good day. Guys, well, it was yeah, a pleasure talking to you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I, I'm going to keep, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm also, you know, directing short films. And I'm writing some, you know, action screenplays right now. So I'm kind of working on that part of things for myself personally. So, um, um, so we all keep grinding away. And, uh, and it was great talking to both of you. And I hope we get to speak again in the future, maybe longer. Maybe we can really talk movies, just general, just movies, the stuff we love. Anytime. 
It's good talking to you, Michael, and good luck with uh, your endeavors, mate. All the best. Thank you so much. You know how hard it is. You know how hard yeah. it is. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've done a couple of short films that have you know kind of already made their way around the uh, the uh, the film festival mark film festival place, and now I'm like, okay, it's time to do a feature film. So, here we go. Brilliant stuff. Good. Go, go so. broke. Put everything in it. Don't hold back anything. You know that's the that's the key. Treat everyone as if it's your absolute last one. You know, you don't have any chance. This this one put me in hospital at the end. You know, when we were doing these pickups for that shootout in the uh, in the bar, I, I overdid it. I ended up having to go to the emergency room from exhaustion. So, oh, man. you know, you just treat everyone as if it's the last picture that you're ever going to make, and you want to put everything into it because if you hold back anything, you'll see it in the edit room. You'll see, and you'll look at it, and you'll go, oh shit. I should have just worked that little, you know, I had that chance. Uh, you, you feel that anyway every time you watch one, but, yes. but you know, better to know that you did. You know? it's, a, it's a wonderful, wonderful uh, way to make a living, but it, but it is demanding and it demands of you every single time. You can't relax because it's, a small, it's the, the ones you screw up are the ones that end up defining you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I absolutely will. Uh, I will absolutely take that under advisement. Um, Thanks again, guys. Scott, you're a terrific guy, man. Keep 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 trucking along, man. I'm rooting for you every step of the way. You keep shouting about me, Michael. <laughs> I will. I have. I always we've have, got, and I will keep doing so. We've got a fantastic so. one for Scott. You know that that is is financed. It's you know it's casting up, and you know, it looks finally like we've got a, you know got got the process to do it. So hopefully you're going to see something fairly soon. I I believe it takes what Scott can do one step further than Avengeman. And we really go into some really interesting area and it'll it'll deliver on the action as well when it's got absolutely yeah looking forward to it get get rid of covid well let's yeah, get on sure. with it well if you guys ever need if you guys ever need a part where you just have a guy walk on just to get kicked in the face and go flying off screen and you never see him again i am i am up for that i will actually jump on a plane and fly myself out there just to do that scene and then i'll hop on a plane and just come right back home be careful what you wish for it's it's We'll have you in 14-day quarantine. <laughs> hey, I've studied martial arts myself. I've been I've, I've been kicked in the face before, so I know what taking a full no. kick is like. You've got the job. You've got the job. It's <laughs> eight frames to the face. That's okay. Here we go. Michael, really appreciate your help, man. All right, man. Take care, guys. All the best. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.